welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You. Through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health, this podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hi everyone, it's Natalina. Hope you're doing well. Welcome back to Rise Up For You. Today's episode is for all you perfectionists out there that are stopping yourself from achieving your goals because you just don't think you're ready. Our guest today, Bob McIntosh, is going to talk to us about getting out of your own way, breaking the perfectionist mindset. Bob is an author, an entrepreneur, a live event facilitator, and more. He has had an amazing journey and was seeking success in his business. And although he was getting some, it wasn't to the level that he really wanted, and it wasn't going the way he had envisioned. He was preventing himself from having the success he wanted and knew that he could achieve. This started him along a path of self-discovery of his own mindset, and what he found not only helped his businesses grow and generate more revenue, but it also helped him truly jumpstart his life and give him the freedom from day to day that he always envisioned. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. to uh, talk with you. Thank you for joining me today, and I really appreciate you giving us your time. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate being able to be on. (laughs) No problem. So, Bob, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your professional career? Um, Yeah. So, I kind of come from an entrepreneurial background. My dad had started his own business, um, but contrary to uh, most, my mom went the other direction. She pushed me to go get a regular degree and and get a job, which uh, I ended up doing. Um, and quickly realized that it just wasn't, you know, while I enjoyed what I was doing and it was a, a good place to work, um, it just wasn't going to ultimately fulfill me and what I wanted to accomplish out of my life. Um, and so I was able to finally, you know, put together enough to uh, to quit that job in 2012 and have kind of been off doing doing my thing uh, in various forms. I think has sort of changed over the last few years, um, but uh, since, since then, and um, I wouldn't wouldn't change anything else. I've met some amazing people along the way. I've uh, been to some amazing events like where we met at Thrive. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so it's, it's been definitely, definitely, uh, I'll say a, a, an interesting ride. Not one I would have thought that I would have ended up where I am right now, but I wouldn't change anything. So do you mind if we jump into your journey a little bit? Like what are some highs and lows that you've come across in becoming an entrepreneur and, you know, building your own business and whatnot? Yeah, um, there's definitely been lots of great highs and, and some, some pretty low lows as well. Um, and I think it's important for anyone listening to, to note that it's not all, uh, you know, unicorns and rainbows. Right. <laughs> um, so, uh, I mean, some of, the, some of the highs I would say for me, just if I had to kind of bullet point a handful, um, was that, that moment I kind of decided, hey, I, I want to go pursue this and, and making that final decision um, to, to go actually do it. Um, it just it feels super motivating to to make your own decision and not have to make it because you were forced to or because you you know you needed to or whatever. It's just because you want to do that. 
Um, I'd say that's a huge high. Uh, obviously, the, the day that I, I, you know, put in my notice at my, my old job, um, you know, while sad in some ways, because like I said, it was a good job. I enjoyed, you know, enjoyed the work and all that. Um, it was also, you know, awesome to be like, hey, I'm finally, finally there. It's been, you know, it took a couple of years for me to get to the point where I felt comfortable doing that. Um, and, and I think that's that's something to take note for anybody else. You know, you got to figure out for you what's what's most comfortable. You know, I, I was making a, a pretty decent, you know, six figure salary, and it was hard to walk away from that until I was, you know, felt comfortable enough to to do that. So that that's some of the I'll say more low parts. Um, I, I think the ultimate low for me was actually earlier this year. Um, I ended up deciding that my wife and I decided that we were going to split up, split up and not see each other anymore. Um, partly because of what we both wanted, um, partly because we had grown apart in the last few years. You know, we met when we were really young, she was 18 and I was 19 and we just, you know, grown, wow. uh, so much, you know, so much has changed since then. So it's, it's definitely a, a low point in, in where I am and what I'm doing. However, at the same time, um, it's kind of helped me realize, uh, and reconnect a lot more with some of the passions that I have and the things that I want to do. Um, and a lot of those things didn't necessarily align with what she wanted and that's okay. Um, you know, so it, it's created in itself its own high. Um, and that kind of culminated for me at, at the Tony Robbins event that I attended just a few weekends ago, um, where, uh, he kind of takes you on a, a pretty intense visualization process, um, and and you kind of realize a lot of the things that you're grateful for and what you have and what you don't have, and you know through that as much as you know she's been an awesome part of my life and I wouldn't you know I wouldn't say anything bad about her because she's been like I said an important part and an awesome part of my life. I've also realized that hey, there's a lot more out there and, and where I'm heading now is is pretty awesome as well, just awesome in a different way. Yeah, totally. I love that. So tell me, so tell us a little bit more. Okay. So when you, you went into work, you resigned from your position, Mm -hmm. which I totally understand is difficult because I did the same thing. I was also doing fairly well, making that six figures, but you know, sometimes it's just not enough, you know, and you, you come home at the end of the day and you're like, well, that, that was cool, but I want more, right? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So what did you, okay. So you resigned. Then what was the next step for you? Did you figure out, okay, what am I great at? What, what can I, what can I create? What can I, like, where'd you start? Yeah. So actually that's a numerous pieces. So I started out when I first made the decision that I wanted to move into my own thing. Uh, real estate was going to be the vehicle that I had chosen to go with. Um, and so I actually started a real estate company with my dad, which we still run to this day. Um, it is, I'll say fairly small. It doesn't necessarily do a lot in revenue or, uh, you know, and we don't really have, you know, we don't have really any employees at this point. I've got one part-time person working with us. Um, but it's, uh, that's kind of where it started. And from there, um, in seeking out, you know, some mentors and coaches to help me build that business, um, I connected with uh, some people called uh, some people at a company called Fortune Builders, um, who do sort of real estate education, and they really helped us take our real estate business from where it was to to another whole other level. Um, and not only that, they they're also just great business builders. You know, um, they just they they get. Um, building a business from the ground up because they did it themselves. And uh, it was awesome to connect with those people. And in the process of connecting with them, um, I had an opportunity, very unexpectedly actually, to uh, hop up on stage uh, in front of, I don't know, there's probably somewhere between 300 and 500 people there. I don't know. At at that point in time, I was very, I didn't really know crowds very well as much as I do now. Right. Um, But uh, hop up on stage and kind of share some of my experiences in growing my own business. And 
Um, and really at that point I hadn't left my job yet. I was still, I still had my full-time job. And, and by the way, my, my job was intense. You know, I mean, I worked 50, 60 hours a week plus anywhere between 10 and 20 hours a week in travel on top of that 50 or 60 hours a week. So, um, you know, it, it was, it was busy. Um, but I, I, I hopped on the stage and feeling absolutely terrified at the time to, to go talk in front of this many people and, and feeling somewhat embarrassed, almost like, hey, why am I up here? You know, like I didn't feel like I had earned that right to be on a stage with and, you know, these people that I was looking up to. Right. Uh, and I had this weird out of body moment. And if you had told me prior to that exact moment that, you know, you had an out of body moment, I would have dismissed it as complete BS. Um, I, I would not have believed it. I, would, I literally, I would have been like, nah, whatever. That's, that's just a bunch of hokey pokey. Um, but I did, I had one of those out of body moments where I kind of was floating above myself. I really don't know what I said. I couldn't tell you what I said. I honestly have no idea. Um, but I remember looking, uh, down at myself kind of going, wow, I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing with the people I'm supposed to be doing it with, uh, in the way I'm supposed to be doing it. And I just had this incredible sense of just, I don't even know how to, like, like a rightness in the world. Like everything was exactly as it should the be. The stars aligned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, I got done, uh, talking and, uh, you know, we wrapped up. I actually ended up wrapping up that day with uh, the guy on stage. I got off stage and literally spent the next like three or four hours um, just talking to people from that crowd about what I had done. Um, and just the number of times I, I don't, I, if I had a, a penny for every time someone said, Oh my God, like you're an inspiration for me, I, I like, I'd probably be super rich right now. Um, but it just, it, it, clicked with me that, hey, like serving others and, and getting out there and, and providing some of my expertise and my value is what I wanted to do, um, you know, more so than real estate, more so than anything else I, I think I'd ever wanted to do in my life. And so I, I made a decision at that point in time that, hey, this is what I want to do. How do I do this? And so I actually ended up talking to those guys because they were phenomenal speakers and said, how do I get myself on stage more? How do I learn to do this? How do I get there? Um, and a few months later, ended up um, they they ended up saying, "Hey, like, do you want to come speak with us and learn and train with us?" And I said, "Absolutely." Uh, and I kind of left my full time job and began speaking at that point in time and learning and growing with those guys and have branched off into a few other things here and there uh, in that realm. But it, that was sort of where it all started and where it went to is is and again, like if you told me even you know three years ago, you know that I would I'd be here, you know, having spoken in front of several thousand entrepreneurs in the last few years. Um, doing all the things I'm doing, I, I would have, I would have probably, I probably would have called somebody, some service to have you committed because you would have been straight <laughs> crazy in my opinion. Um, but it's been a, a phenomenal ride and definitely, you know, again, I, I, if I can kind of summarize another long story, I suppose, um, you don't know where life's going to take you. You don't know where things are going to head. Um, but just start down a path and you, I think you'll be surprised where, where life does end up taking you. And I think it'll be wherever you need to be at that point in time. Absolutely. You just have to be open to it. I think that's the key too. Absolutely. Great. So you're, you're launching a new book and it's coming out soon. Um, it's called getting out of your own way, breaking the perfectionist mindset. So let's talk about that. Like, what does that mean? And then how do we do that? Yeah. Um, so, um, what happened is, you know, speaking with these, you know, the last few years through all these people, um, there was one issue that continually 
seem to crop up. And it's not for every single person, but I would say the large majority seem to face this as entrepreneurs. Uh, and that's this idea of the perfectionist mindset that everything needs to be perfect before I can go put this out there, before I can do, before I can launch, before I can say it's good enough, before I can whatever. Um, a lot of entrepreneurs have this perfectionist mindset. And I think you know, in the book, I explore a lot of where that comes from, you know, without getting into all the details, but all the way back to when we're kids and, you know, we start going to school and we're taught to go achieve 100%, which is a perfect grade. Right. Um, you know, and, and I think a lot of this perfectionist mindset stems from, from that early education years where we are uh, really trained to have that perfectionist mindset. And that's great if you're an employee. If you're going to go work for somebody else for the rest of your life and that's what you want to do and, and you, you that brings you joy, whatever, great. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but what, what I've found is that entrepreneurs tend to, to have the perfectionist mindset more than others. Um, and that's what leads them to be entrepreneurs is because they say, oh, great, like things aren't perfect. I can do them better and they go do their own thing. Right. Um, that's great for starting a business. Unfortunately, it's absolutely horrible for building a business. Right. <laughs> um, and so, so you kind of go in this, this, you know, this perfectionist mindset of, hey, like I need things to be perfect before you get out there. And, and there's a number of ways that I talk about in the book about how to, to break that, that mindset. Um, one of the, I'll say one of the most powerful and one of the more powerful ways is, uh, is to implement, um, uh, is to implement checkpoints um, and, and just moments in time where you stop, pull back and, and really just take a look at what you're doing, whatever it is, whether it's, you know, uh, working on a logo or working on a new flyer for a piece or putting out your final course or whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. But having that checkpoint to stop yourself and really ask yourself a couple of questions like, number one, is this good enough to get out there for right now? And if it is, you know, can I always, can I change it later on? You know, I mean, for some of us, we're putting out physical products and if it's not, you know, we may not be able to change it easily later on. For some of us who are doing more digital products um, or, you know, information courses or things like or that. Services. Or services, yeah, definitely. Services, we can put things out there and if we need to change, literally just make our mind up and change and it's okay. Um, and, and what a lot of people get stuck or hung up on is that um, people won't like them if they're not perfect. And realistically, the it couldn't be further from the truth. Um, when I've always seen every single person that I've uh, talked to who's successful, uh, whatever their definition of success is, every single one of them um, is authentic and real. Um, and that might mean that they, you know, when they mess up or they do something wrong or it's not perfect, that they're going to own it. They're going to say, hey, listen, this wasn't, you know, perfect, but it was excellent. It was very good at what it was out there for, whatever it's going to be. And I think people, um, people are attracted to that authenticity more so than perfection. But when we see it as entrepreneurs, those of us with that perfectionist mindset, and I'll include myself in that category too. That's part of the reason why I wrote the book. You know, I definitely was one of those perfectionists for a long time. And a lot of what I wrote about is, is kind of how I overcame it myself and from what I've seen other people do. Right. But, and they appreciate, they appreciate the growth also. Like I just had a, um, a situation where I had, I was talking to a fan of the podcast and I was like, well, you know, what, like, what do you think? You know, like I, there's still a lot of developing that needs to be happening. And she said that exact same thing. She said, you know, your episode one till now, so much growth has happened. And like, I love listening to your podcast every week because there's always something new and you keep changing it and you keep developing it. 
And I was like, huh, that's very, that's very interesting that that's what she said. Because like you said, we as entrepreneurs were like, oh gosh, it's not good enough. Why, what, you know, what can I do? (laughs) But yeah, absolutely. They appreciate that growth. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, again, it just, people don't realize it sometimes. And you just, you, you have to, you have to see it in others before sometimes you can see it in yourself. Yeah. So what are, what are some other things that we can do to, to break that mindset? Any more tips that you have without giving away your book? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, obviously I go through a whole lot of details in the book, a whole lot more details in the book. Um, the, the other thing that I, I would say the other big tip is that you've got to realize that all of your actions stem from your thoughts first. Um, and so you've got to work to retrain your brain to stop having those perfectionist thoughts. And it's much easier said than done. Um, but one of the, the best ways um, that I've found is that um, the way that we speak is often derived from the way that we think. So if we're saying something, we're usually thinking what we're saying first. Right. Um, you know, and it may only be a, a split second before we, you know, think before we say it. But um, a lot of times we don't necessarily realize that we're, we're saying the things that we're saying because it's just our brain is telling us what to say and it's just part of who we are. Um, but other people will sometimes hear things and uh, I like to create what we call an interrupt word. So something that you define or your team defines and whenever you're talking to somebody, if you have or you say one of these perfectionist uh, sayings like, oh, well, you know, just, we just need to do a few more tweaks and we'll be, and we'll get it out there. Uh, and I give a whole bunch of examples in the book of what those could be, um, is that they're going to just say that interrupt word to immediately interrupt your thought patterns, um, and get you to stop what you're thinking and ask, why did I just think that? Why did I just say that? And then redo it, re-say it, say it in a different way. That's going to be less perfectionist mindset oriented. And by having someone else kind of help you along with this and interrupting your thought patterns, you're going to start to change the way your brain thinks and, and the, uh, what they call, I think they call the, the myelin coating or whatever it is that forms those habits in your brain will start to change. And, and, but we can't change it unless we interrupt it first. Right. Absolutely. So I just have a, a few more questions. If you don't mind, it's, they, I normally ask um, all of the guests more about you now personally. So what's one thing that you have accomplished as an entrepreneur that you're proud of that many people might not know about? Something that I've accomplished as an entrepreneur that many people are proud about that a lot of folks don't know. That you're proud Um, about, yes. (laughs) um, Honestly, um, probably the biggest thing is firing myself. (laughs) Um, and, and that's firing myself from a lot of little things that I shouldn't be doing. So for example, I come from a very technical background. Uh, you know, I, I used to do a lot of very technical things. And so, uh, for a lot of, for a long time, when we first started, when I first started anything I did, I would build our websites and manage them and maintain them and update them. And, um, you know, cause it was something I knew how to do. Um, but I realized very quickly that that's not something that's going to help me build my business. And so even though I have a lot of technical expertise and a lot of folks know that I have a lot of technical expertise, um, I literally do almost nothing technical anymore. Um, and, and that might surprise a lot of people to, to hear that. But uh, for those who know me, obviously, if you don't know who I, a lot of my background, it may not. But um, to go from someone who was very heavily tech oriented to literally doing almost nothing technical based was definitely uh, something I'm very proud of myself for because it's kind of giving up on something that I was good at. Um, for the sake of growing the business, even though I know I, I knew in my mind that it was the right thing to do, it's always hard to give up things that you know you're good at. Right, but that's great because you're pushing your comfort zone and you're stepping outside of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and 
So tell us, um, what's one thing that you do in your life that helps you? Cause you know, we talk about the podcast is rise up for you and we talk about being able to help yourself rise up and be better. So what's one thing that you might do daily or weekly that helps you get a positive rise in your life that makes you better? Absolutely. So the biggest thing I can say, um, is, well, it's kind of twofold. It's, it's journaling and gratitude. Um, and so I take time at the end of every single day or as, as, many, as many days as I can. It may not be every single day, but the majority of days for sure. Um, to just sit down and write some thoughts in a journal and it, it, um, it doesn't have to be long. It's not like I'm writing pages on pages. Most of the time, uh, I have like a little six by nine journal and it's one page. Um, and that's it. Just writing down a handful of things, like whatever I want to. Sometimes it's only a paragraph. Sometimes maybe it's a little bit more. Um, but just kind of get my thoughts on a paper and, and, and not typing them. I think this is important. Um, fit, actually physically getting a pen and taking it to paper. There's something cathartic about the actual feeling of a pen sliding across the paper and uh, getting away from computers because we all spend so much time on I agree. Instead. 100%. Um, but then also I take time and I write down at least five things that I'm grateful for today. Um, you know, and, and it could be people, it could be things, it could be acts, it could be, you know, things that I did, it could be things I'm looking forward to for tomorrow. Um, just having that, that gratitude, um, what I found was that it, it, when I go to sleep after doing this, I feel really good. Like, like it just feels good to say, Hey, like these are things that are awesome in my life. Um, and then I go to bed with that in my mind and then I, t- I seem to wake up way, way happier mm. in a much better mood every single day um, just because I went to bed with that in my head. And then I do the same thing in the morning. I try to think about a few things that I'm grateful for. And I may not write them down, but I do at least you know try to pop them in my head. Um, and it just it sets the tone for the entire day. Um, and the more my tone is set in a positive manner, um, the more the positive things I, I need and want out of life seem to find me. Absolutely. I, I 100% agree. Actually, Hal Elrod, I'm sure you're familiar with, he talks about that in his book, The Miracle Morning, about before you go to bed, you know, preparing yourself for when you wake up in the morning so that you can prevent yourself from having those thoughts of, oh my gosh, I got to get out of bed. I have to hit the snooze <laughs> button, you know, so you, you wake up with an excitement. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm curious, this, this is like the third or fourth time in the last three days I've heard about this miracle morning and I'd never heard about it. Really? <laughs> so I'm curious, like, do you, do you follow the miracle morning? Is this something that you do every day? I do. So are you familiar, familiar with Hal Elrod? Uh, I, I've heard the name. You've heard again, the name. Only, okay. Only in the last few days, this is all, this is all new to me. This whole, this whole, this, this whole concept and, and him as well. Yeah. So he, um, so he's the author of the book. And so I also have been going through transition maybe like the past four months. And so and um, I was like, man, I need to, I need to kickstart something here. So I heard about him from Jordan Harbinger in The Art of Charm. He did an interview. That's okay. how I f- found out about him. So I grabbed his book, and he talks about all about having a morning routine. And it doesn't have to be in the morning, but that's what he calls it, the miracle morning. And he talks right. about um, these little things that you implement throughout your day that help make your day more productive. And so, yes, now I do a morning routine. Every morning I wake up at 530 in the morning. And I, you know, I'll start with, you know, my cup of coffee that I enjoy and then I'll read a little bit and it doesn't have to be a lot, whatever I can get in that day. And then I'll exercise for an hour, you know, I'll write down words of affirmations and then I'll actually say them out loud, like in the mirror, like today I'm going to be awesome, <laughs> for example. Good. No, that's good. I yeah. talk about affirmations in my book as well. They're, they can be very powerful, but you have to say them out loud. If you, you have to. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've, I've done that every day for the past few months now. And my days are so much more productive. And 
like I said, I wake up at 5.30 in the morning with an excitement. It's not like, oh, I got to get out of bed. It's like, oh my gosh, let's go. Let's start the day. I'm so excited. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. It's amazing what just, just the power of your thoughts can have and, and do like, and the power it can have over your body and, and the way you feel. It's, it's really remarkable. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, definitely check them out. I'm sh- I know you'll like them for sure. Absolutely. Um, so thank you so much for joining us today. And I, I really appreciate you speaking with us and sharing your journey and, you know, giving us these tips as an entrepreneur, you know, how to get out of our own way, basically. Is there any last message or anything um, else that you'd like to let our listeners know? Um, you know, just it, whatever you're whatever you're doing, keep on doing it, you know, and it, whether you're on good times or bad times, you know, we all go through both and um, just seek out other people to, to share those experiences with, whether they're good or bad. Um, I think you're going to improve your life one way or another if you do that. So, but yeah, that's it. Otherwise, yeah, thank you for having me on. Really, really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. If you guys would like to stay connected to Bob, you can check out his website at www.dunbp.com. You can also follow him on Twitter at the Bob McIntosh and also on Facebook. And if you want to stay connected and find out more about his book and order his book, go ahead and check out his book website at www.bobmackintoshbook.com and I'll be sure to put all of this information in the feed. You can check out the spelling and make sure you get a hold of him. Thank you again for joining us today at Rise Up For You. Please don't forget to share this podcast with others that you think would enjoy this content and this knowledge. We really appreciate your support. You can also check us out at www.riseupforyou.com where there's new articles and our previous podcast up there every day. And lastly, we would really love your support if you can go to iTunes, give us a review, give us a rating, and tell us how we are doing. We would love your feedback. Thank you again. Don't forget, Rise Up For You. Be better today.